Good afternoon, Endicott. My name is Megan. And I'm Shannon, and you're listening to Flip Chicks on DC Radio at Endicott College. This week we're doing something a little different, and we're having our very first Spotlight episode. On this episode, we'll be pulling our focus onto an actor that is near and dear to Hollywood and Broadway hearts, Hugh Jackman. Woo! <laughs> and here to help us discuss Mr. Jackman is our resident Jackman expert and special guest, Foster. Hello, it is I, like she said, Foster. <laughs> like always, we'll be starting with our pop culture update, including Harry Styles, James Bond, and Pokemon. And we'll end with a review of a Hugh Jackman classic, Prisoners. Let's dive into this week in pop culture. All right, this is what you've all been waiting for. More Harry Styles news! That's hard, my Let's get it. All right, so we, we've got two pieces of news. So first, he just announced this week some very exciting stuff. He will be hosting Harry Ween this Halloween. Translation, Harry Styles will be performing two fancy dress parties with Orville Peck this Halloween at Madison Square Garden. What do we know about this? Have you love heard it. of this? Love it. Saw it. Love it. I'm down. I'm here for it. I haven't heard of it at all, but am I excited? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> boy, oh boy. And you thought that was all the Harry news this week? You were wrong. So even bigger news, today, Friday, Harry released a music video for his song, Falling. In this video, Mr. Styles is playing the piano as water rushes over it. He's wearing a lovely light blue blouse. It's great. And the song goes, and the room fills with water, and we watch Harry Styles drown. But not actually, but kind of. I was a little nervous. So we've all watched this video, and how do we feel about it? I feel, um, I feel un, uh, unshaken. I, unshaken. I liked it. Are you feeling whelmed? I'm feeling whelmed. I'm not feeling over or under. I'm just feeling whelmed. Do we know what the, like, public opinion on it is? Probably so straight up love for yeah, it because it's Harry. Yeah, yeah, I I thought I mean I thought it was interesting shots. The color was fine, but I agree. Yeah. I'm just whelmed. It wasn't mm-hmm. bad or good. It, was it just... doesn't compare to Adore You. It does. The the the, the quirky ado- uh, the quirkiness of Adore You or the the a lights up the <laughs> the sensuality of lights up. <laughs> okay, that's Harry Styles. I know you've all been waiting for that. <laughs> Next. The newest James Bond movie, No Time to Die, is set to be released this April and has clocked in at 163 minutes, which is the longest James <laughs> Bond movie ever on record. <laughs> um, to put this into perspective, this film will be two hours and 43 minutes long, I believe. Don't check my math, please. Um, so, not the longest film ever made, but for Bond, it's long. What are we thinking? I mean, unless, like, 50% of that is Rami Malek, just like looking at the camera. <laughs> I don't want it. Yeah, if it's not 75% Rami Malek, I don't care. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, Daniel Craig. I'm not a Bond fanatic as well, so I don't even think, even if it was half the runtime, I probably wouldn't see it either way. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big fact. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I can't say I'm excited. That was just an interesting fact. That's. Why do they feel that it needed to be longer? they're already so long. I guess I, I feel like I can't give an accurate opinion since I've never watched any of them. 
I feel like I thought they were already like really long, but I guess I'm just yeah. Have you seen any of them? I've like been on the couch while my dad was watching them. And I <laughs> gotcha. got so when I, like when I think of Bond movies, I just think of like Daniel Craig and everything's gray. Yeah. That's it. Period. And he's like, ah. That's his number one thing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Had him <laughs> So, speaking of new new releases, so this week uh, there's a new Netflix series that dropped called I Am Not Okay With This. The series is based off a graphic novel by Charles Forsman and is about a young girl dealing with her teenage years while also having superpowers. But what really interests me about this show is that it includes two alums of the It movie franchise. We have Wyatt Olaf, who plays Stanley in It, and Sophia Lillis, who plays Beverly. I haven't heard anything about this yet. I heard it's very good. Really? I cannot wait to watch it. Same. I saw the trailer this morning for it, and it looks phenomenal. I'm hyped. Like, I, I love I love this brand of uh, Netflix series that are, like, high school-based, and the, the sure. aesthetic is always really nice, and I trust these actors, so I feel good. It feels very, like, teeny bopper Carrie from the description. <gasps> teeny like, bopper Carrie? Yeah. That's great. And I'm, I'm excited. You we love, love to, see, to it. see it. I really hope that it does it well as well, because, like, there's a lot of TV shows in the past years that, like, revolve around, like, kids or teenagers that have powers, and we have to contain them. So, like, I really hope that, especially with these, act like, young actors and actresses, that they can make the finished product well. I have, I have faith, because it, you know, it was such a good portrayal of teenagers sure. that yeah. I feel like this will probably be good as well. And it'll be nice to see them in different roles. It's yeah. nice to see actors branching out. I do think it's interesting that they casted two of the same uh, actors. Though, From the for, same franchise, yeah, exactly. yeah. Do you think that was coincidental, or they had such good chemistry that they were like... Oh. But I feel like their characters never really, like... Interacted. Yeah, really. like, Stanley was, like, very low-key, so I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, so... They probably got a vibe <laughs> on set, though, like, that yeah. the yeah. didn't see. They might be homies in real life. I hope so. Well, I can't wait to watch it. Um, so... Our last piece of TV news. So, um, there has been no shortage of Disney reboots recently. They've been doing everything possible to reboot everything. Um, and they're not stopping now. It was announced this week that there will be a Proud Family reboot on Disney+. Plus. It'll be called The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. And fans will be excited to hear that all the original oh. cast members will be reprising their roles. That's awesome. Oh, very interesting. That's Isn't cool. that nice? You know, I subtly cosplay as Penny a lot, and no one knows. <laughs> it's just a little something I like to do for myself. That my only memories of the Proud family are when I would not be able to sleep at night, so I'd like force my way into my parents' bedroom and turn on the TV because I was the worst, and I'd sit there and I'd watch Proud Family at 3 a.m. Wow, they aired that at 3 a.m. Yeah, that's what was on Disney at that point. Oh, and um, Jake Long, American <gasps> Dragon. That, yeah, I that show was that on existed. there. Oh, and then also Recess. Those are all the shows that Those were on at, like, 3 a.m. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm very excited. Excited to see Penny reprise her role. Are they going to be adults now? That would be interesting. That's, well, that's that the question. Dynamic. I don't know. I hope so. I would like to see it. Yeah, that'll yeah. be interesting. All so, right, well. last piece of news we have for this week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, something I found a little interesting so yesterday, Thursday, was Pokemon Day. I saw this on Twitter. February 27th marks the day the first Pokemon games were released in 1996, and fans on Twitter were, like, freaking out and making drawings and, you know, sharing fond yes, memories. Mm-hmm. What are our memories of Pokemon? <laughs> My only memories of Pokemon were watching Joey Graceffa, like, talk about them back in my day. 
Shout out Joey Graceffa. I wish you could see my face right now. Huh? I, when I was a child, honestly, until like maybe 14, I was very addicted to Pokemon. Everything Pokemon. I had like these little figurines. I collected the Pokemon cards. I had like over 2,000 Pokemon cards. I gave it away to my uh, next door neighbor a few years ago, but... I had so many Pokemon cards. I had every single Pokemon game for the 3DS and then the DS and the Game Boy. And I didn't know it was Pokemon Day, so. You thought that we brought Foster on for Hugh Jackman, yeah, but it was really for Pokemon. <laughs> Since how old? I'm sorry. Um, I was probably, I'd say like five or six when I had my Game Boy and I got Pokemon Red. Game Boy. So like a decade of Pokemon. Yeah. A decade yeah, of Pokemon. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it get repetitive though? Like you're like, oh, I got the Pokemon. One. No, because like, especially when you well, because you gotta catch them all. You do have to catch them all. That's like oh. one of the things. It's yeah, it's a well, there you go. up and down for it. But um, something I liked about it is like when I got older and it was like maybe 12, 13, 14, Like people would have playthroughs of them on YouTube, and so like I would play and then watch these guys play, and then it'd be a back and forth. Whoever could like, because they go until they beat the game, and then that's exactly what I would do too. Wow. I love Pokemon culture. <laughs> you know, on Flick Chicks, we, we explore all cultures. We do. We're very diverse. Yeah. yeah. I really appreciate it. I like how you brought in the gaming yeah. industry. I had to bring in the gaming industry. Yeah, point. I almost cut you off there because I thought you just Yeah, you did. Well, no, I, because I, you know, yeah. doesn't, I, we don't reveal the mechanics of Flick Chicks. Yeah, Sorry, guys. No, no spoilers, but... You know, not not to reveal the mechanisms, but next on the script, <laughs> we before we get into this week's topic, <laughs> I'd like to start with a game I like to call Hugh Jackman or Huge Jacked Man. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a vague description of movies, and Megan and Foster will have to guess whether the movie starred Hugh Jackman or another large man of Hollywood. <laughs> large. So, <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna ask. Large so man, okay. you, you'll catch the drift okay, as understand. we go along. Um, extra points if you guess the movie. Uh, I don't know if you will for any <laughs> As always, you can play along with us at home and let us know what you think on our Instagram at ECFlickChicks. For sure. Alright, so, movie number one. A teenager breaks the trust of an older man and their relationship turns sour. The teen is forced to leave town and start things over, but things get complicated when he makes some close friends. He is left to decide whether or not to keep running from his past or to follow his new feelings of belonging. I'm going to say no. I'm also going to say no. Lock in your answers? Yeah, that's a lock for me. All right, um, you are incorrect. <gasps> what? Uh, lame is. <laughs> what? That is just not correct. Yes. That's not how lame is works. Okay, so when Jean Valjean was a teenager, when he was 19, right, he gets arrested and then his he gets arrested at 19 yes for stealing bread okay but they don't show hugh jackman as a teenager well you have to roll with the punches yeah that's on us (laughs) that's on us next time next time yeah next all right this is i'm giving you a second chance movie number two a boy is orphaned when his two parents die he grows up to have a few passions in life but he ends up falling in love with music however one of his passions gets him involved with the wrong crowd and he realizes he needs to get out Soon, he finds the love of his life and makes plans to run away with her and leave his gang. That is my boy Huey right there. I'm, yeah, I'm going to say yeah. All right, that is not correct. Uh, what? <laughs> that is the plot of Baby Driver, starring oh. man John oh. Hamm. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that is yeah. a large man. Yeah, starring huge. Our, our next spotlight's gonna be on John Hamm. You guys have three more chances to redeem yourself. Oh, do you think God. you can do it? No. <laughs> All right, movie three. A son of two famous singers was expected was expected all of his life to become a singer. However, when his moment comes, he realizes he's tone deaf. His whole life ahead of him was built on being a good singer, and now he's doomed. That that is until he discovers another passion he has. Uh. <laughs> um. I'm I'm gonna say no. thought I knew Hugh Jack. I'm gonna say yes. Alright, uh, Foster is correct. Oh, no! Yes. That is the Hugh Jackman film Happy Feet. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh I my really god. like this. Happy <laughs> Feet. Alright, movie number four. Two men are assigned for their job as FBI agents to find a drug dealer. So, they go undercover as a pair of wealthy trust fund characters. Chaos ensues as they struggle to maintain their false identities while also trying to do their jobs. I'm saying no. I think yes, and I think it's departed. Hmm. I'm well, feeling that a <laughs> no is the answer. Megan is correct. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I'll tell you a huge jacked man, and you can try and guess what movie it is. Okay. So this movie stars Terry Crews. Oh. oh, I got it. I don't know. You got it? Is it... Um, oh, white check? Yes, it is. Oh, wait, that's what I thought, but I didn't want to say it. Yeah, all right. So, you guys are tied. One and all right, now, this, now this is the tiebreaker. Tie this is the breaker. <laughs> Movie number five. A rich man gets lost and is suddenly in an environment he knows nothing about, the city. He meets up with a girl, and she promises to help him get home to London. However, when a, when they have a hitman with a bounty out on the rich man to get them... I'm saying yes. Yes, okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, oh. actually, I'll say no, so <laughs> we have a winner. Okay. Journal, please. The winner is Megan. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Even though not really. Would you like to okay. guess what film this is? Oh, no, I don't know. It is Flushed Away. Flushed oh. Away! <laughs> so, congratulations, Megan. Thank you. you. Thank you. You are the I'm like jacked the... man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You are the jacked man. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Now, what we've all been waiting for, the big reveal, the deep dive into our man, Hugh Jackman. So, some of you might not know much about Hugh Jackman. You might not even like Hugh Jackman. You might be saying, Flick Chicks, really? I'm leaving. I don't care about <laughs> Hugh Jackman. But I'm praying that you will stick around for this. Because you, you might not think you care about Hugh Jackman, but he, he's a very important figure in Hollywood, yes. in, in life in general. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Right? So, so let's get into it. Let's get into Hugh Jackman. Just stay... And, and you'll see. You'll see. So let's just start with a, an opening question. When we think Hugh Jackman, what do we think of? Australia. I would say, personally, Wolverine, but also um, Real Steel, the robot boxing movie. <laughs> Good to know. I think uh, Wolverine and also The Greatest Showman, but also that video of him singing in The Greatest Showman. And his like nose starts bleeding because he had cancer in his nose. What? Yeah. And then he like he like he was singing for the Greatest Showman. Like it wasn't like it was like a backstage thing. They were like running through the songs, and he had stitches in his nose because he had some cancer removed, and he broke his nose stitches because he was going so hard. You're kidding? That's I'm not so, kidding. That's awesome. Right? What and this is just a great introduction to who Hugh Jackman really is. Honestly. 
So let's go through the Hugh Jackman timeline. I I didn't know he was Australian. Am I stupid? That is shameful. That's I'm not gonna say you're stupid. <laughs> but dot dot dot. So yeah, he was born in Sydney, Australia in 1968. Some quick childhood stuff. So he grew up in Australia, but he has dual citizenship in England because uh, that's where his parents are originally from. He has I think four older siblings and a younger half sister. His parents are divorced. Uh, when he was in elementary school, he started My Fair Lady. I think that's probably one of his first shows. And then um, he, you know, continued going to school. And then he took a gap year where he was a gym teacher. No. Yes. I think at a school in England. He was a gym teacher for a year. So imagine he, he just graduated what they call university, right? Yeah. So then he would be, like, 19. And he's someone's 19-year-old gym teacher for a year. Wait, that's iconic. Right? Imagine Hugh Jackman was your gym teacher. He's like, you know That'd when kids hype. are like, oh, why are all these gym teachers bossing me around? I want to see them do it. He would be like, okay. Yeah, and we'll he, he'd drop yeah, and give them 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then he was a gym teacher, and then he went back to school, and he went to the University of Technology in Sydney, uh, where he was a communications major. Okay. Shout out comm well. majors. Um, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, and so then after he went and got an education he really decided that he wanted to do acting. He wanted to pursue acting. He never thought it, it was possible until, like, the end of college, and then he started really pursuing it. So let's get into his career. So let's start in the mid to late 90s. He was scooping roles left and right. He really Let was. me tell you, he was getting them real Talk quick. About him. After his graduation, he was unemployed for 13 seconds, according to him, to him. He says, I was unemployed for 13 seconds after he graduated before he got a call to be in a 10-part series called Corelli, which is a, it was in Australia. And he actually met his future wife there. That's kind of a big flex from Hugh. Right? He's like, yeah, I was unemployed for Well, I don't think it was supposed to be like that, but it was like, that's cool. That's dope. You know, he got a, a, a job right away. And hasn't he been married to his wife for like, since like, like 1996 yeah. like a long time I said 50 years that does not that 50 years, years. <laughs> yes. um so yeah from there he he just kept getting roles just kept getting them but he one really important one was when in 1998 he started in london's west end production of oklahoma classic mm. and that earned him an oliver award so that got him out of australia which is Good nice for you, Hugh. Yeah, he left Australia. But his just, success does not end there. Don't get me wrong. I know I know you're all waiting for the yeah, yeah. for the shoe to drop. His success does not end there because in 2000, the year 2000, Hugh Jackman had his breakout role as Wolverine. This is the role that most people know him in. And it was in Brian Singer's X-Men and then, you know, the series continued on. Some fun facts about this movie and about his Wolverine role, which I think is really funny. So you know, some people might think the Wolverine's a little silly. It's a silly little role. It's a silly comic book role. But he, Jackman talks about how he had very few lines but a lot of emotion to convey. And so he did a lot of research to see how he could do this well. And then a funny thing that I found was that apparently Wolverine's supposed to be like 5'3", but Hugh Jackman's <laughs> taller than 5'3". So the, the crew of X-Men had a really interesting time shooting him from different angles to make him look shorter and apparently the rest of the cast wore platform shoes what <laughs> that is incredible i know um, i know i would also like to share a, a wolverine fact oh please I do please do so hugh jackman 
throughout his whole life with him and his brothers, they really wanted, their goal in life was to get in the Guinness Book of World Records. So they... <laughs> the way you're looking at me right now is freaking me out. So they attempted quite frequently to try and get into the book, you know, pulling all sorts of silly Hugh Jackman. Oh, Hugh. <laughs> and um, he actually just recently got a Guinness Book World Record um, with in combination with Sir Patrick Stewart for the longest X-Men character. Oh, oh wow good, for him. good, for good job Hugh. Hugh I know you're listening because this is your episode yeah, good, good good for job, you babe. so apart from X-Men which is a really long running series for him another significant role at that time like early 2000s um was in the musical The Boy from Oz he starred in it played Peter Allen who was a real Australian man yep and he earned he earned a Tony Award for this role it, which I think is interesting. I feel like a lot of people, when they think of Hugh Jackman, don't think of, like, his Broadway side and his theater side. But he is very much a Broadway man. Yeah. Very I mean, much. You're right. I only think of him as an actor, but, like, he is a But Broadway he he's a singer. Yeah. Straight up. Him. Right? He's a great singer. He's fantastic, actually. He's yeah. very good. Okay, greatest showman. <laughs> well, we're getting there, right? So, throughout the early 2000s, he continued to play some roles, <clears throat> most of which I didn't really know. Sorry. The Prestige... The Fountain, Happy Feet, and Australia are just some of the, the movies he was featured in. So, you know, he, he crosses boundaries. He does. You know, he's on talent. screen, he voices characters on stage, you know. Yeah. Man of many talents. Indeed. So, in the last ten years, I think, is, like, the roles that I know most. Um, <laughs> why are you making that face? Um, just the fact that's coming up, I'm a bit... Oh, well, okay, in 2012, he voiced the bunny in Rise of the Guardians. Not the bunny, like the Easter bunny yeah. guy. Rise of the Guardians. I the Rise really of the like Guardians. The I one with with movie. Jack Frost in it, and he was kind of cute. See, I saw... When with I the was, cane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was doing my research, I saw that he was in that, and I just assumed he played Jack Frost. I didn't know it was... The no, movie. no, because Jack Frost was like like the young... Yeah, the cool Woo. kid. Yeah, yeah, the cool kid. I shouldn't kid. be here. Wow. Yeah, just like... <laughs> Yeah, so he was he was the the Easter bunny, like the angry Australian Easter bunny. Wow. Yeah. How and then him? really uh, moving up. Right? Yeah, moving up <laughs> From penguins to bunnies, come on. <laughs> and then he also in the same year, 2012, he starred in Les Miserables in the film adaptation as Jean Valjean. Um, which just again, his roots, his theater roots. Mm-hmm. Cuz when you back. think about that, you think Hugh Jackman and Russell Crowe, yeah. which interesting yeah. mm-hmm. Russell Crowe if you're listening <laughs> Russell Crowe if you're listening please stop listening for a second Lock just um it was an interesting moment it was an interesting choice that they made there yeah. but I think Hugh Jackman did well of course he did he's a theater man yeah that's his lifestyle you know? do you mm-hmm. hear the people sing I do yeah that's how the song goes <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it I do that's yeah. it yeah. so more recently he uh, has reprised his role as Wolverine one last time in the movie Logan, and then made a splash in 2017 as P.T. Barnum in The Greatest Showman, which is, like, a huge hit, like, Frozen-level yeah. amazing. I think The Greatest Showman is, like, like that's, like, gonna be an iconic movie in the future. Yeah, for, for a long, long yeah. time. I can see that, yeah. Yeah. Like, even if you didn't love it, I f- it like, you have to... I, give appreciate it props. It. You yeah. have to appreciate it. And that, that's kind of where I am. I didn't absolutely love it. Um, I lo- I like the storyline. I, I don't know what exactly oh. like, I didn't I like about it because I was like ranking movies at the time, mm-hmm. and um, I mean the colors were absolutely amazing. The side plot with Zac Efron and Zendaya was Ugh. great. Was so um, 
Don't get me yeah, started. I don't know why it was rated so low for me. I actually might have. It's to just like. Uh, I mean, I when I think about it, I think of all the song numbers, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I like forget the actual plot, so it could not be good. And I just yeah. Remember. Yeah, I mean, I think I if I had watched if or if I had watched it when I was younger then I feel like I would have been, like, obsessed with it. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. It's just, like, it's hard for me now to watch musicals as movies if I don't know the music. Then but I can't get was, invested. It was an original, if I'm correct. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah. So, obviously, I can know you the music. You know the music No, that's time. not what I'm, I'm saying is I, yeah, there's no way for me to know the music so I can, um... Jam to it yeah. more. Yeah. I respect that. I want to sing in the theaters. I want to get kicked out by the showcase employees. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, that's gonna be me and Hamilton when it comes out in theaters. Yeah. I'm getting kicked out. But. When when they do in the heights and champagne comes on, I'm out. Yeah. I'm gonna riot. So anyway, so that's that's Hugh Jackman's career in a nutshell. But apart from his career, we need to talk about Jackman as a man. Yeah. Who he is as a person. Mm-hmm. So I think he he seems to me I don't know him personally, but he yeah. seems like a really good guy. Yeah. So he's he's only had one wife, which is rare in Hollywood. He's had a single wife since 1996. This is the woman he met in his first job that he got 13 seconds after graduating. And they are so dedicated to each other. I read um, on Wikipedia, I know, you know, anyway. I read that they he got them rings that uh, had, like, sayings carved into them. It was something really nice. I'm going to look it up. But, Thank yeah. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to look it up because I'm in the middle oh, of talking. Gotcha. Cool. So anyway, um, <laughs> you know, they're dedicated. They've adopted two children, which is very they nice. Were they were adopted. Um, and also, Hugh is a very religious person. He meditates every day. Oh, I see You that. know, and he, he, I feel like he's just a very balanced man. Zen His chakras are alive. Sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, also, he's been a part of several organizations fighting big issues, poverty and the AIDS crisis and stuff like that. He's a big philanthropist, which is always good to hear. And something that I really appreciate is he has a lot of passions outside of acting. He likes rugby, football, wrestling, football meditation. Football? I think soccer. Because okay. I see. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> you know, I was on Watch Mojo a few days ago, and there was a list of like the top ten like best celebrities and like he was on there he was like number one just best celebrity oh and then well then you also have to share what other ranking he had that you talked to us oh yeah about earlier um people better than me oh (laughs) (laughs) earlier i was googling some you know hugh jackman fun facts just for bands and it came up that he was in people's magazines 50 sexiest people for like five years straight which i mean and what can not you say about that? Not, not I mean, a shock at all. Shocked. No. It was no. between 2000 and 2004. Was his Only time. five years? Underwhelmed. Under, I, I know. They really should have. Yeah. I wonder if he ever made people sexiest. Like he oh, I think he I did. Know. I think I read that. He was sexiest man alive. I could see that. It was like I early sure on. I see it. So if this is, I, I, back to the ring thing, right? I found it. Yeah, go. So, so Jackman, this is a quote. Uh, Jackman personally designed an engagement ring for Furness, who is the, that's the last name of his wife, and their wedding rings bore the Sanskrit inscription. I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna butcher it. Uh, translated as "We dedicate our union to a greater source." Aww. So Mercy. not only are they in love, but they're giving their love to others. Wow, isn't that nice? That's really great. Right? He's he should have deserved person. an award. Yeah, of, best and, husband yeah, award. Ever, he should just yeah. deserve all the awards. He he should all get all time. of them. For sure. 
So I think I think what we th- feel about Hugh Jackman is pretty clear. But let's just to to um, wrap up this topic. What do we think of Hugh Jackman? What are our favorite parts of Mr. Hugh Jackman? Love him. He has a nice smile. He has a nice friendly smile. Yeah, he has a pleasant face. Very he's, symmetrical. He does. Yeah, he's he. Like it is a really good smile, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah. If he smiled at me, that smile. At him. He's like yeah. your English professor. That's like really yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. I, it, see, if I saw him in like a white van, and he smiled. I wouldn't be like, oh. I, I wouldn't be nervous. Be yeah. Supposed. I'd be like, do you have candy for me? <laughs> <laughs> I think you do. I think you, I think you have puppies in that van, Hugh Jackman. And then he would. He and would he would. Have, and he would not kidnap you. Have you guys seen The Prestige? No. So, prestige, <laughs> hot take for me. I um I keep a list of every movie I've watched uh, wow. this year, and I rank them um, from, like, best to worst. And The Prestige is actually number one on the list. And there's a little under 50 movies on there. We're going to have to watch it now. Yeah. It came out this year? No. It was like no, it was, like, a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but you watched it this year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I it, mean, it was fantastic. Absolutely amazing. What's the plot? It's about... Um, two magicians who used to work together um and this and it's like back in maybe i'd say like i don't even want i don't even want to try but it was like back when like teslas were just being invented and it was interesting time period for sure uh but two magicians who uh work together and then um one of them accidentally killed uh the other man's wife and this is in like the first five minutes so it's not really a big spoiler so then they go on two different journeys, like they break up as like a duo, and in New York, like rival magicians working their way up to rival the- magicians. I, it, yeah, Same exactly. Woo! Absolutely incredible. Wait, whose wife got got it? Hughes. Hughes. Oh, no, Hugh. You know how much he loves his wife. Yeah, <laughs> Cardinal disposition. Well, Hugh Jackman, you know, I love you. Yeah, Hugh Jackman, we love you. Also, one other thing to know, the only other um, Hugh Jackman movie I had seen like before, maybe three years ago, was Real Steel, the robot boxing movie. Um, <laughs> Plug. It's a, yeah, it's about a movie, and it's like a robots <laughs> that box each other. Doesn't matter though. Um, and ever since, like I like thought that I might become a film major. Whenever someone would say, "What's your favorite movie?" I would always say. Real steel the robot boxing. <laughs> so it's good or it's fun. It's like it's kind of like, it's like, translation? No. No, no, no. It's like kinda of like Shazam in a way where like oh. it's it's really like a good family friendly movie and it was steel like robot. however old you are, like it will appeal to you as well. Mm. It's like mm. the Rocky of robots. I think I, I would watch this and be nervous. Oh, you do not understand the emotional appeal. Like I was crying. the emotional <laughs> appeal. I was at the oh end my god! Of this movie. I just found a YouTube video. This is real steel. Meet the bots. That's all I wanted <laughs> no. was it's to crazy. meet the bots. It's crazy. Wow, I love a good bot fight. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, Hugh, if you're listening, which you, know, you are. Yeah, which you are, as we've established. Um, we really liked your robot movie. I and guess your it's a group consensus. Even yeah. We haven't seen it, but yeah. Us, so, yeah. So that means we've all seen it. Yeah, so yeah. we've all seen it. But, you know, as Hugh Jackman has taught us in multiple of his roles, all good things must come to an end. Before we leave Hugh Jackman behind, though, we, we have one final game to play. So I have created a game. You guys know the... Everyone knows. It's an American pastime. Two truths 
and alive. Yes. So <laughs> we have two truths. Uh, we have uh, three different uh, sections of it. So we have two truths of Hugh Jackman's life and then one lie. But the twist, ooh, the twist <laughs> is that the lie is a truth about Danny DeVito. Oh. So this is, I coined the name Two Hutes and a Danny. So, <laughs> so right. we'll, start, we'll get started off with the first one to see who knows uh, Hugh the best. Or so, Danny. Yeah, or Danny. honestly. Okay. Hugh created a foundation to help out farmers. Hugh voice acted in an episode of My Little Pony. And Hugh dreamed of being a journalist from a young age. That's kind of easy for me. Oh. <laughs> Meg's like, same, uh, same, same, same. Um, yeah, yeah, me too. All right. Well, now I feel... Okay, well, I'll just say it. So I, I think the lie is the journalist one. I would think that as well. Wow, you both are incorrect. <gasps> he, is it the My Little Pony It one? is My uh, Little Pony. Uh, Wait, Danny DeVito yeah. voiced My Little Pony? Yeah, one episode at least. He wanted to be a journalist? From a young age. Wow. wow. I see that for him, though. Well, comm major. Yeah. Classic. Wow, I'm just, that's really embarrassing. I was like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right? Nice like, try. I was, like, I was getting hot. I was like, oh, You're maybe like, this oh. isn't that good. <laughs> okay, wow. second I think one. I love how we all got really nervous. Yeah. We all, yeah. <laughs> if the audience was in the room right now and they could feel the tension, <laughs> yeah, we're all looking we at all each other like, like, staring at each uh, other. <laughs> okay, second up, we have, before acting, Hugh worked at a hair salon when he was younger. Hugh appeared in his first movie at the age of 32. First movie. And then this person, Hugh, uh, is infatuated with George Clooney. Oh. Um, I see the last one being a Hugh moment. I think the middle one is the lie. I think, what was the first one? Before acting, Hugh worked at a hair salon for over a year when he was younger. How young? Can we not know? Uh, teenage years. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that one's a lie. For you? Uh, I said the second one. Okay. Shan is right. No! Danny DeVito worked at his sister's hair salon for over a year when he was 18 years old. How ironic, because now he's, like, balding. Huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Watch out. He might yeah. be listening. Danny, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Okay, so I tried to shake it up here with this final round. So here we have... Four in total facts. Um, two of them are truths about Hugh. Well, three of them are truths about Hugh. One of them is a truth about Danny. But one of the truths about Hugh is also true about, truth Danny? about Danny. So if you guys can figure okay. out which one that okay. is, as well as figuring out which one the soul Danny is, you'll get a point. <laughs> this is okay. such an interesting game. Oh, yeah. Two Hughes and a Danny. Okay, here we go. Final <laughs> round. <laughs> Hugh currently lives in New York City. Once uh, Hugh moved to Hollywood, he started his acting career. He tried to make extra money on the side uh, by being a valet. Hugh has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and Hugh's favorite movie is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, I'm going to say that the, the Walk of Fame one is both Hugh and Danny. And then the valet one is Danny DeVito. Um, I'm going to say the first one. What was the first one? Uh, 
Hugh currently lives in New York City. I'm gonna say that's true for both of them, and then I'm gonna say the only the Danny one is uh, the ballet one. So Hugh is the only one that lives in New York City. <sighs> Danny DeVito lives in L.A. Um, okay. Hugh, uh, Danny was a valet. Yeah! And both Hugh and Danny both have a star on the Hollywood <gasps> Walk. I got it! I thought that one was too ah. What a comeback story. Yes! Wow. Actually, no, technically you guys are tied, but... But I, mean, I win! Yeah. No, but it's fine, yeah. It's the big thing I win all of the Hugh games! Wow. Okay, Danny DeVito. <laughs> Danny DeVito. <laughs> says no one ever. I'm so <laughs> disgusted. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Foster, for the wonderful game. Lovely game. Two Houths and a Danny. Of course. Um, so, to wrap up this episode, this wonderful spotlight episode, I hope you are all still listening <laughs> about Hugh Jackman. Um, let's, let's hear Shannon's review of Prisoners f- featuring Hugh Jackman. Prisoners. It was released on September 20th, 2013. The director was Dennis uh, Villeneuve. Villeneuve. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Villeneuve. Villeneuve, Villeneuve. If, if we're going yeah, Spanish. Okay, Dennis. Villeneuve. Oh, wait, maybe not. He Sorry, Dennis. He also directed Blade Runner 2049, Arrival in Sicario. Ooh, Arrival, Love really? Arrival. So, it got Oscar nominated, Best Cinematography, but I think it should have been nominated for acting as well. Brief synopsis time. Family man, Keller Dover, uh, Hugh Jackman, is Keller. driven into a panic when his six-year-old daughter... Daughter! daughter. Whoa! Okay, boss, His daughter! <laughs> his daughter, Anna, <laughs> is kidnapped alongside her friend, Joy. The only clue is an RV that the girls were playing on, so Detective Loki, Jake Gyllenhaal... Are you oh, kidding me? Is that his first name or his last name? I think it's his first name. I'm unsure, though. <laughs> Okay, yeah, all right, funny. keep going. He, he arrests the owner of the RV, Paul Dano, but he is Ugh, forced Paul to Dano. let him go due to lack of evidence, so Dover, in a rage at the detective, starts his own investigation. Classic taken moment. Classic. Yeah, so overall thoughts. I think this movie's very slept on. I had never heard of it, and it stars Jake Gyllenhaal, who, you know... That's is the, the man. Flickchick's favorite, Jake Gyllenhaal. You'd think I would know, but I went into it expecting it to be, like, kind of boring. It was two hours and 33 minutes Ooh. long. And I hate the poster so much. The poster <laughs> is hideous. But I was pleasantly surprised by this crime thriller. It had big gone girl energy. And, you know, it gets repetitive and slow at some points, but it delivered some good tension. It just didn't have to be as long as it was. That said, let's get into some specifics. So, the cast. The movie has a banging cast. I didn't even know the cast was so poppin' until I started watching it. So, first of all, I couldn't shut up about Jake Gyllenhaal in my notes, so let's get this over with. Yeah, yeah, let's just get all the all <laughs> the Gyllenhaal the notes right now. So, um, in this movie... <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading your, your notes right now in the script, because you know we read yeah, a script, Mechanisms of Flick Chicks. <laughs> just, just read that. All right, um, Jake Dylan. I just ripped my yoga pants. That's really tragic. Anyway, <laughs> Jake Dylan Hall in this movie, he is an absolute oh. head boy in charge. Like he really dominates all the scenes he's in. His look is so right for the spicy detective character he's playing. Jake can do absolutely no wrong in my eyes, and I might be biased, but he was definitely snubbed for some award for his performance. But throughout the film, Jake is just intensely blinking with his long pony eyelashes. <laughs> his pony eyelashes! 
Oh just, my gosh. You know, he's staring with those baby blues, but I'm okay with it. He was very intensely blinking throughout the movie. It was like... I feel like that's a, very much a Jake Gyllenhaal treat. He has intense eyes, as we've seen from Nightcrawler. But Hugh Jackman, you know, even though Jake stole the show in my eyes, Hugh still came through in this movie. It isn't your typical Hugh Jackman character. He's a family man, but he's grizzled and desperate and a man of questionable morals. In the beginning of the film, he's very domestic. He was, like, on the couch with his wife, like, vibing. You love to see it. But then we do a complete 180, and he gets kind of wild, but he delivered. There was some great acting. Um, Throughout the movie, I kind of went back and forth on whether I hated his character or, like, I liked his character. But regardless, towards the end, Hugh Jackman's character will indeed break your heart. So, um, no one felt the need to tell me this, but my man Paul Dano was in the film. <laughs> should, should, we, should we give some background into the yeah. Paul Dano story? Yeah, get back. Paul Dano is, has been in a variety of things, but one specific movie he was in was called Ruby Sparks. Yeah. Probably one of the worst movies I've ever watched. Yeah. Um, I'm not there's a lot of problems with it, but Paul Dano's in that movie playing a very questionable character. And he also wrote the film, I believe. So. Yeah, he wrote it and like starred in it. And so, there's just a lot wrong with that there. But Shannon, for some reason, felt uh, a fixation towards this man. Yeah, I am a big Paul Dano guy. You should look him up. Paul Dano, that's D-A-N-O. Look him up right now and tell me what yeah. you think. But then also watch Little Miss Sunshine, then tell me what you think. I still don't feel great about it. <laughs> still don't feel great. But in this movie, I was a little uncomfortable because he's... Wow, I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked. He comes in, his hair is, like, greasy and, like, wet. Oh, and yeah. he's, like, getting arrested. And I was like, oh, my God, Paul Dano. But, you know, he he did something here. He, he was actually <gasps> smashed. That's him? Bones. Yeah. I didn't even recognize Shannon sent me a clip of this movie. I thought that was a woman when I watched oh, the clip. No. He looks so bad. He did. I was shocked. I was shocked. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I think he'd be great in like a, a po- apocalyptic type movie. I think he, he was has in, a um, great aesthetic. Uh, in um, what is it called? Oh my God! It was a movie with Daniel Radcliffe, and it was. The, oh, the the, the Swiss, Swiss Army, Army Man. Man. Yeah, he was in that. That's technically apocalyptic, not mm. really, but you know, whatever. Paul Dano, he got he got wrecked in this movie. He got beat up. <laughs> he got wrecked. Jake Gyllenhaal was just. Not Jake Gyllenhaal, sorry. Hugh Jackman was pummeling this man's. And I love to see him get yanked around a little bit, so it was good. On to more minor cast. I also didn't know that Dylan Minnette of Wallows and 13 Reasons Why was... Yes, Wallows! We're going to see Wallows on Monday. Dylan <laughs> Minnette, if you're listening. <laughs> Dylan Minnette, if you're <laughs> listening. Out of the crowd. We'll see you in Providence. Um, his character was pretty small, but he played Hugh Jackman's son, and it's always a pleasure to see him. And my final note on the acting was the moms in this film were very good. Congratulations, moms. All right. Now, my final category is technical aspects. Uh, the cinematography in this movie is a vibe. It's pretty obvious why it got nominated. It's beautiful, chilling, and it's the typical suburban setting, but in a haunting light, which kind of triggered me because I grew up in the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't like to see places I relate to, like, in a scary light, you know? Like, mm. I don't want that. But there were some really tasty, like, sweeping shots, and they hit so right. Tasty sweeping shots. Yeah, they were tasteful. And there's also some great rain symbolism. Shout out Miss Hansen and aesthetic about <laughs> the film, which only added to the eerie atmosphere. Sound design was great. Speaking of sound, the score of the film was really good, really set the mood and the intense, desperate vibes. But the actual plot of the movie, on a final note, 
was also very good. A lot of misdirection plot twist, big plot twist at the end, very tasty. And it, it just had some very tense moments. Some of the characters had me like, you know, a little, ooh. Hugh Jackman had me like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, a little, ah. He was Paul a little, Dano, oh. Yeah, Paul Dano had me a little, ooh. You know? <laughs> ooh. And, you know, Paul Dano really got the short of the stick. His FX makeup department must have really put in the work with him because he was looking rough towards the end of the movie. Oh. Graphic torture scenes. I had to look away at some moments. But final thoughts. I was very impressed by this film. Though it was slow at some points, it really popped off. The cast of the movie is very strong, which you love to see. And Jake and Hugh, once again, remind us they're the only real men in this world. The only men you can trust. Your dad, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Hugh Jackman. Amen. I'm gonna give it a 4.5 out of five stars. Wow. That's wow. That's a that's a that's big. Score. It was good. It was really good. I recommend wow. it. I guess I'll have to watch it. <laughs> what an episode! Right, a- right after you watch Real Steel, the Robot Boxing movie. Well, yeah, and the Prestige. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll have to it's do that. It's third up right on the docket. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We this has been a great episode. This was. This was I fantastic. really hope that one day Hugh Jackman falls upon this somehow. As he will. As he will. Yeah. yeah. And um and you know he'll see it and be like wow I'm really glad that these college freshmen. <laughs> know who I am. And yeah. finally someone appreciates real steel the robot movie. Yeah. He's absolutely. So excited because you know he's listening. So right he's now. Like, oh my god. Yeah. He's I like was, whoa. I was researching it a little bit. And there's supposed to be a suspected sequel in 2019. <gasps> oh. Someone, <laughs> someone do an Australian accent. Someone do a Hugh Jackman right now. Right on the Bobby. <laughs> All right, it's time to end it. It's time to end it. All right, we'd like to thank Foster for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Tune in next week when we discuss our generation's obsession with cancel culture. We'll be here yes. Friday at 2.30. We're the Flick Chicks, and we hope you have a great night. Take it away, Frankie.